Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Hey, everybody. It's Tuesday, July 2nd, 2019. I'd like to read you a, a bedtime story. You checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye? And I'd like to welcome the shot to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan Murray, where's your mouth? Hey, Well, I wonder what it's like to be the rainmaker. Well, I wonder what it's like to know that I make the rain. That's all it in boxes with little yellow tags on everyone. And bark them and see them when I'm done. Number one. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Straight up, what did you hope to learn about here? If it was a would it all fall apart? Strange way you started this gig. It's just the real world. Would you stop hassling me? Please don't change. Please don't break. The only thing that seems to work at all is you. Please don't change at all. From me and to you, me. and you to me, yeah. Oh, but don't bother yeah. over. Just wait a minute. Well, I kind of fell apart. Things get Uh-oh. so crazy, crazy. Don't rush this, baby. Don't rush this, baby, baby. I want to push you around, well I will, well I will, I want to push you down, well I will, well I will, I want to take you for granted, I want to take you for granted, yeah, well I will, it's 3 a.m., I must be lonely, must be lonely, Still the rain's gonna wash away, I believe it. I'm not crazy, I'm just a little unwell. I know right now you can't tell. But soon enough you're gonna think of me and how I used to be. I'm not crazy, I'm just a little impaired. I know right now you don't care. But soon enough you're gonna think of me and how I used to be if you're gone. Maybe it's time to come home. It's a little bit of something in me and everything in you, and it's a hot one. 
From it seven inches to the midday sun. And it's just like the ocean under the moon. It's the same sweet emotion that I can run and It's got the kind of love and like a bitch from the cold now. Tell me your heart makes it real. Or I'll forget about it. But I'm going to bring it I think I turned into I think I turned into uh like a Grover from Sesame Street and Cher in that last song combined. Sherver. Sherver. Sesame Sherver. That's Sesame Sherver. It's my drag name, honey. That was incredible. Rob that Thomas was proud. And Matt Rob Thomas. would be very happy. Yes. Uh, you know, Char- Charles and I are going to see Rob Thomas at the Beacon uh, at the end of the month. So that should be uh, pretty – it's pretty boring actually seeing him because um, – Why? He, because, because you know how you have some singers who just like uh, – they can belt and they have these, uh, you know, great uh, showman voices. He has an amazing, yeah. an amazing soulful voice, but he doesn't really – there's no like showmanship other than yeah he bounces around and has a lot of energy uh, but vo- vocally though there's not a lot of vocal showmanship there's not a lot of vomen showmanship. <laughs> what, what anyway, are you doing? Is, he, is he not with uh, Matchbox Twenty anymore? What the hell's going on? He does this. What, he, what? Does, he, he does this all the time. We he's, he's with Matchbox and then he goes and he does his solo stuff. And he's with Matchbox, and he does his solo stuff. Yeah, like you know, you remember that song? Uh, that song. Uh, how did it go? Uh, <laughs> you remember that song? I don't want to be lonely song. no more. I don't uh, want to have song. to pay for this. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. That's well, song. that's a very good song. I remember uh, when we were in the car one time. My friend John Anderson said. Uh, he said. Uh, like fuck Rob Thomas, this douchebag or something. I was like, Whoa, damn, John. What? And and then he goes, yeah, well this song sounds exactly like Stutter by Joe. You remember that song Stutter? And it's like, talk to me. And the moment that John goes, talk to me, in the song, Rob Thomas immediately goes, talk to me. And I'm like, oh my god. And he says, see, it's the same song. It's Stutter by Joe. I can tell you're lying, that's when you're replying. Stutter, 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 stutter. stutter, stutter I don't want to be lonely no more. I don't want to have to oh, change right. this. I don't want to know right. the lover at my door. It's just another heartache on my left. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Actually, he's, I think he's right. It sounds very similar. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but I like Rob Thomas more anyway. So well, matter. what's... What's going? No, it doesn't. What's going on with you, John Weeks? I feel like it's been a, a, a year. I feel like it's been ages, like uh, since the middle age <laughs> since we had a show. Uh, what's going on with me? Not much. Um, what have I done? I haven't done anything actually. Uh, um, what am I doing? Oh, I got an email the other day, and I almost died when I saw it. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it's correct. A bachelor party, and it's a, a weekend bachelor party uh, coming up know. in September for my buddy Richard Akemian, 
Oh no. And he got a wedding in November. Oh. I don't even I don't even know if he's gonna go forward though. I just had a conversation with him probably two weeks ago. I probably shouldn't be hearing this, but uh, <laughs> I don't even I, I don't even know if they're gonna get married. To be honest with you, he uh, Wait, you know, why? There's a big. Uh, he's uh, basically uh, his fiance is holding out and not gonna sign the prenup, and he you know he he's. Uh, He's, I don't know, he's, I don't know if he's going to cave or not, because she basically doesn't want to sign it. So, well, that's, I think he will cave. That's ridiculous. You need to sign a prenup. Uh, he, she's not, she doesn't want to, you know, and he's, he's pretty, he's not loaded, but he has a lot of, he's a good amount of money, so I told him <laughs> he should, you know, but he doesn't really want to do it, but, uh, um, I don't know, I don't know, I, you know, I don't want to go on a bachelor party for a wedding that's not going to go forward, you know? <laughs> Well, we've done that before. We've done that full well knowing that that was going to happen. I know. I know. Julian called that one on, on main group, the, the first one. <laughs> oh, gosh. The first, you know, the Bachelor thing, the, the, um, Rob Biederman, my friend, is getting <laughs> married, and he has a wedding coming up, but during the wedding – I'll be in Switzerland, so I cannot attend the wedding, and yet, oh, thank God. yet, well, no, you would think so, but then he keeps send, he keeps telling me like, oh, no problem, then then you can uh, you can attend the bachelor party festivities. And now I am on this email thread with his friends, and his friend Brian is a real. I remember he's a real jackass, and he's the one organizing oh, the whole thing, and. He's, uh, oh you know, he's planning everything, you know, and then, and then he just went ahead and booked a limo for no fucking oh reason. God. And now, like, he booked a limo to get from, from, uh, uh, like, Union Square to Yonkers. It makes no sense. You take the subway. So, yeah, it's a I waste say, of money. What's the big deal with the freaking limo? Who cares? It's a big car. Yeah, it fits a bunch of people. I'd rather just go in a bus or a city bus or something. I mean, this is... Uh, the limo is just more expensive. It's it's foolish. Uh, it's just terrible. It's one of the worst ideas of all time. Yeah, and you know what? Another uh, well, I mean, it was my idea for Mangers, so you know, fuck you. But also, no, that was a good idea though. That was that was from <laughs> Connecticut to New York. That was from Connecticut uh-huh. to New York. That was that was worth it. The distance was worth it. And we watched. Didn't we watch Ride Along in the car? No, we watched Cop Out. Damn it! That's my fault. Ride Along wasn't right even out yet. Yeah, you're right. It's too new. You're right. You got me. You're right. <laughs> and I think Ride Along was actually good, and Cop Out was, you know, terrible. Um, but uh, the 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 first guess what the first stop is on this bachelor party weeks. Oh God! It's it's uh, it's bowling, bowling, bowling. No good. And I wish. No, it's a fucking whiskey distillery. You're gonna end up with your face down in, in, in a bowl of fondue, with fl- engulfed in flames. <laughs> I remember Jesus put that little candle in your hand. You were out. You were out. The only, the only time you woke up was when we went to uh, Pete's and bowling. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> wasn't that earlier in the night though? Wasn't Pete's before the fondue? Because I don't even I remember going right. into Manhattan. I think you're right. And then uh, Pete, Pete called me and Jesus Neanderthals, right? Or <laughs> no, 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 Mongoloid, Mongoloid. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh, it's funny man. you ask. Yes, I did just see him because we, <laughs> because um, I took uh, my team there from uh, from work, and the night before I went over to the bowling alley and I, I asked Peter, "You're going to be here tomorrow? I want to make sure you know people meet you." And he he mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be here." And and uh, he shook my hand. And uh, then the next day we go over there, and I look across the bar, and then Pete. Turn and looks at them, and then he turns and looks at me and says, "I thought that guy was you. I wasted all my good material on that guy." And it was all a bunch of um, like fat white guys with beards and, and baseball hats, like me. You know, it was a bunch of fat idiots. And um, and uh, then he uh, at the end of the night he told us he was like, "Here's a joke you can tell your." Uh, that you could tell your grandmother, and then he proceeds, because <laughs> he, 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 and he's he's avoiding so much that night. He wouldn't make Pete specials anymore. He says they've been oh. banned. He says there have been incidents. Uh, there's all these things that he would not do anymore. But then he tells this story that he tell that he says you could tell your grandmother this joke, and I don't remember any of the setup. But all I remember as is that. At the end of it, a parrot falls out of his cage because he has a massive dick and a massive erection. <laughs> and I remember after that, and my friends were like, Pete, you, you tell your grandmother that joke? He's like, absolutely. There's no cursing. It's very clean. <laughs> what a great, great man. I think he, you know, out of all the attractions that New York City has to offer, Pete's bowling alley is the best. I highly <laughs> recommend know? it. <laughs> okay you know he uh <laughs> he it's funny because everything around that bowling alley changes even right. the ex- even the exterior of that bowling alley has changed since i've been there but you go in that bowling alley and that nasty mean lady up front and <laughs> pete the bartender look exactly the same as the first time I walked in a, a decade ago. Like, time stands still in that bowling alley. And as one of my colleagues said, I mean, this place is a real shithole, <laughs> but it is, it is so charming. Um, and for anyone who wants to visit, it's uh, Melody Lanes in Sunset Park, Brooklyn. Uh, Pete the bartender He's been written up in the New York Times. He's he's amazing, and so is the mean lady up front. They're like legendary. These people. There's something about those triangles. I still don't get it myself to this day. But that is a smart man, that Pete. Very smart uh, man. Yeah, he didn't bring out any of his paper towel scrolls the other night. No, nothing about triangulation or magnitudius uh, illuminus or intonation tonality and phraseology <laughs> or moment of clarity or an epiphanotic <laughs> given or a birthing moment. None of it. But that is all stuff that Pete made up in his head. Great, man. I got to go back there one day. What do, you got, it is. what do you got planned for the uh, – well, first off, where is that destination bachelor weekend party? It's going to be in New York. Oh, no. Um, 
<laughs> oh god, they're talking about Pete. Well, another piece. They're talking about Peter Luger's Steakhouse. I think they were oh, talking god. about a, a football game or something. I want to kill myself. And then, uh, um, you know, some other bar or something like that. It's just too much. It's, it's two days. It's too much. Football game, like Giants or Jets. I think something like that. Giants. He's a big Giants fan or something like that. That's in New Jersey. Uh, it's a terrible place. I, I, <laughs> I don't want to go. I really don't. Because they're all from that area. i got to go down there. I'm, I'm going to have to uh, – you know, he's one of my better friends, so i got to go, I guess. Uh, you know, But he better get married. If he doesn't get married, that's it. I'm going to ask for a refund. A refund on the bachelor party. <laughs> you should have him sign a prenup. A bachelor party yeah, prenup. You're right. That's cheating. A grown up. A grown up. <laughs> That's genius. A grown up. You know how much money I'm going to be spending on this thing? Just travel alone to get there is uh, going to kill me on that. But I wager that you'll spend $3,000 on this bachelor party by the end of it. I think so. I think so. Travel, drinks, uh, overnight stay. Then I have to contribute to the group, you know, to, to take him out. So. Uh, it's going to be a bit much. Big much. But, you have to uh, contribute you know, to the group? What? What do you mean the group? Well, you know, give out? We're going to we're gonna have to split you know, uh, his share. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you, you yeah. know, Peter Lugers, I was there one time. I think it was the my two-year sobriety anniversary or something, and one of my friends from the, uh, from, from the program, he says, uh, we'll cover your something at Peter Lugers if you want to come there with us tonight to celebrate. So oh, I agree. Okay. So I agree to go do it. And not a great place to go if you're on a diet, which I am perpetually. Uh, but I agree to go there. And I went there, and um, all he, all they covered was the twenty dollar tip that they gave the host to seat <laughs> us sooner. So I found myself spending probably about one hundred fifty dollars that night. That I, you know, I thought I did not anticipate that. It is, um, it is worth it. It is very good, very good, but but it was mm. a lot of money, and I didn't I I mistook his favor for something a little more than it was. Oh boy, I'm not uh, I'm not excited about the price, but I am excited about the steak. Uh, yeah. I'm not excited about two days. I, why can't it be one day? Why a whole weekend? That means you know how many weekends do we have in our lives? And this is one weekend <laughs> that's just expired because of this. It's totally expired. It's gone. I'll never get it yeah. back. For a bachelor party. That he's not gonna remember. I'm not gonna remember. Ugh, too much. Too much. You ever think weeks that you and I we always show up for other people as yeah. their lives advance, but we never <laughs> yeah. show up for ourselves? I couldn't agree with you more, my friend. It's a depressing fact, but yes, it's true. Uh, you know, these people are these people are, are growing up, and uh, I, I think I'm a, I'm regressing in age and and, and uh, successes and achievements. I don't know where I'm going in life, really. I don't. Um, Listen, I don't know where they actually, find the time. Where do these people find the time to find a significant other? I don't know where they find the time. It doesn't make, and it also doesn't make sense to me. Out of the eight billion people in the world, so many people seem to find the one true love of their lives. Mathematically, it's insane. Makes no sense. But, um, but even so, even if I believed in that bullshit, where do they find the time? 
I agree. I agree. I, I agree. And not only on top of that, but where's the time? Where's the patience? At the end of the day, out of work, I cannot stand people anymore. I personally <laughs> avoid people at every cost. You know, I will listen to the steps that people make outside my hallway to make sure that they're gone and then open my door and leave my place. Literally, that's what I, I do do that. So uh, I, I'm just, you know, after t- talking to people all day, whether it be by email or on the phone or in person, I am just sick of people. That includes people I know and my friends and my family. I just can't deal with it anymore. I mean, I must be an extreme introvert, but people are too much. No, too I'm, much. I'm totally with you, man. I, like, I, it, it mm, on the, when I was riding that D home today, because, you know, I stay riding that D. When I was riding that D home, <laughs> um, I was next to a woman, uh, and uh, she a fight back. She a fight back lady. Uh-oh. But, Uh-oh. But, Uh-oh. <laughs> but she was chewing. She kept making these mouth sounds with her gum, Uh-oh. and I was Uh-oh. also chewing gum, but I wasn't making sounds. But I swear, weeks, I was having a full-on anxiety turning into a panic attack <laughs> because this lady to my left wouldn't stop making these like bubble popping sounds to, and then the people to my right were speaking very loud. Um, the people in front of me were speaking very loud at two different languages to my right and in front of me. Yeah. And then the whole nother mouth sound language to my left. And I, uh, I buried my head in my hands cause I was, I was literally like saying stuff out loud, like, no, oh God, no, no. I was saying, I looked like I, I was having a nervous breakdown, and I think I kind of was. And you people who mouth chew don't understand the pain that you put us through. You don't know that what you're doing is having devastating consequences on our lives. I know. I know. You know, I, uh, I think it's because I've been living at home so long uh, by myself. But, you know, not living at home, but living in my place by myself. I don't. And I don't go out anymore with people, so I'm not conscious of my mouth, my open mouth doing <laughs> floppiness. But even my parents, even my parents commented on it. They're like, "What is going on? You've gotten so bad." Uh, oh, really? Uh, I thought your, because I, I thought your parents would, because usually when people are mouth chewers, that means their parents did not teach them how to chew. So I figured maybe your parents were also mouth chewers. My mother, my father is a mouth chewer. My mother is not, and she's <laughs> totally conscious of it. Uh, much like you, and she has pointed it out to me so many times now. She's like, "You gotta, you gotta just get involved with somebody just so, just so they tell, they tell you stop, uh, you know, chewing with your mouth open all the time." That's, that's, I think that I think that's what they want. They want not 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 to have a meaningful relationship with people, but to put me on track and, and stop all these bad behaviors. Yeah, yeah. And I got a lot of them. I got too many of them. What? <laughs> What's your what's what's another bad behavior? Oh my god. Uh you know. <laughs> uh well, you know, I, I snore. That's a that's bad behavior. I, I chew with my mouth open. Um No, there's something chew. there's something you're hiding. There was something what I'm did you just laugh out. about? Uh I'm often don't take showers. <laughs> um, I often I thought that was over. I thought the shower thing uh, you, I thought you take like three showers a day now. You're, no, I take one shower a day, and, uh, well, I, I don't brush my teeth at night. I refuse to brush my teeth at night. I don't like brushing my teeth at night. I don't like the minty smell in my mouth. I think it's too much. So what I do is I, I try to make up for it. I brush my teeth twice during the morning, and then 
once in the afternoon. I, I just don't like doing it at night. I feel lazy. I don't like it. I don't take showers at night. I take them in the morning. Uh, I got a lot of problems. A lot of problems. More more issues than a Grand Central newsstand. <laughs> Taking showers in the morning is is actually that is that is. Uh, to me, that seems less lazy than taking showers at night. Taking showers at night means that you just roll out of bed and then walk to work, <laughs> which a lot of people do. But sometimes those people, they sometimes the breath is not smelling so good. But speaking of that, the the so you would rather have like a, a steak and and burgers taste when you go to bed than mint. Yes, I I yeah, one hundred percent. I like to uh, savor the meats for over a long period of time or, or, or what I last ate. I, I enjoy that. You know, if I had, for instance, if I had ice cream, I don't want that taste to go away. I want to go to sleep with that taste. I don't want that mint, that, that, that overpowering mint smell and taste in my mouth. It's too much. It's just too much. What if you used steak-flavored toothpaste? You know, it's funny you should say that because uh, I, re- I really like that. I, I think at some point, um, onion dip. My my sister bought me onion dip flavored toothpaste. <laughs> what? And so I tried that it, and it was yes, it does. And it was the worst tasting toothpaste I've ever had. And uh, I couldn't I couldn't handle it. I almost died that night. I just I just I just tasted onion dip and onion chips all night. It was disgusting. And I think they have bacon toothpaste and all this stuff. It's just too much. I can't handle it. <laughs> it's too overpowering. I need the natural taste, you know? <laughs> Are you all right? I'm, I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't know. I didn't when I said steak toothpaste, I didn't know that this shit actually existed. It sounds like it exists, but in much worse capacity than I could have imagined. Oh, it does. It's nightmarish capacity, and uh, uh, my, sister, my sister even got me the one for bacon too. I, I, I refuse to try that because I think I like bacon, but I'm not one of these bacon maniacs. Out there. So uh, I, I, and I, I don't like think a, I want to go to. That's like a Jonathan Demar quote. I'm not one of these yeah. bacon maniacs out there. Oh, that's amazing. I don't want to wake up. I don't want to wake up tasting bacon in my mouth, and then I'm gonna get. Hungry for like a bacon sandwich or something like that. I think it's, it's gonna probably like set a one thousand pounds at the, at, the, at the end of that thing. But it's you just much. said that you like going to bed with those tastes in your mouth. I do, I do. You're right. No, you're right. I, I I like certain tastes. I like certain tastes in my mouth. I I think some of the bad ones are like hot dogs. I mean, imagine going to bed with hot dog in your mouth. You know. <laughs> What about those people whose breath smells like hot dog every day and there's nothing that, you know those people and it's like there's nothing they can do about it and and you can't tell them cuz that's their breath. A lot of people think that like crap and farts and smelly armpits are the worst smells. Actually, I think hot dog water is probably the worst smelling stuff on earth. And there's a lot of people with that that kind of mouth breath is disgusting. Hot dog water is probably the worst smell on earth. I gotta say, you say hot dog very strangely. <laughs> hot dog. Yeah, hot dog. Very hot weird. Dog. Hot dog. Uh, <laughs> well, wait. So, what was? Why did your sister get you 
sour cream and onion toothpaste? Did she get it as a prank? Or did she know that you don't brush your toothpaste at night? No, twice, two things. So, yeah, she she, she knew I, I don't brush my teeth at night. That's like a you know, past practice I always do. And uh, she wanted me to, to motivate me to brush, brush my teeth. And number two, I use sour, sour cream and onion on a lot of dips. So I don't really, I don't use like ranch or poutine. I, I'm a big sour cream and onion kind of guy. So, um, you know, and, and, and she thought I was obsessed with it. So she bought me like this whole care package with this stuff. And one of those things that happened to be toothpaste. <laughs> what do you mean you use sour cream and onion on dip? It is the dip. I don't know. I, I use it. I use it in place of a dip of like blue cheese or ranch. I'm a oh, big add- fan. Uh huh. Wait, but you're a big fan, but not enough to not enough to feel comfortable going to bed with the taste in your mouth. Meanwhile, no. burgers and steaks <laughs> is fine. Yeah, I I, I agree. Yes, I. Sour cream and onion can be very overpowering if you use too much toothpaste, which is what I usually do. I usually put too much in there, and it, I mean it, t- it, t- it even it even tastes like sour cream and onion. That's the dangerous thing. So I don't know whether to spit it out or eat it at the end of it. <laughs> sour cream and onion can be very overpowering if you use too much toothpaste. A sentence that has never been uttered in the history of the world and will never be spoken again. But, John Weeks, do you know what motherfucking time it is? Oh, my God. It's the motherfucking hot mess of what's about poking to So who have you got for us tonight for your first mm-hmm. top member? Well, it's been so long, and I had so fucking many, it's hard to, like, whittle it down. Uh-oh. But i got to say the messiest one has got to be this whole Scooter Braun bullshit. Oh, yeah. 
Because the thing that I find so interesting is this shit has gone on forever. It ruined mm-hmm. Prince's career. It ruined George Michael's career when they tried to buy back their fucking catalogs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like what when when are the artists gonna like realize and go into this shit? That's right. Retaining their own fucking material. Mm-hmm. About the Beatles, Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's right. It's just crazy. Yeah, I mean the yeah. smart ones are the people. The, the smart ones are the guys that are doing it. Uh, they do it like an album at a time. Mm-hmm. So they make sure there's no big, you know, long, long extended rider or, or in oh. this case, if the fucking record label is sold, mm-hmm. you know, they still have some oh. rights to their own fucking material. And now Taylor Swift's going to end up like OJ trying to get her shit back robbing someone at gunpoint. That's yep. right. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But she's a like in my book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ever since yeah, she yeah, did that yeah. thing with Trent and Yuri. And who's your second hot mess, Sire? And another hot mess, which is actually a good thing, Uh-oh. is... How quickly Colin Kaepernick got Nike to take them goddamn sneakers off the shelves. Oh, that was quick. Very quick. Oh, that I didn't hear about this. What sneakers? He was having these. The sneakers were about to drop from Nike. Oh, Betsy Ross. That had the right. original Betsy Ross flag on the back. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. And Colin informed them in no undue terms that it was offensive. And that it was imageries of slavery. Mm. Because there are several major white supremacist groups that that is their fucking symbol now, is the original 13 star Betsy Ross flag. Oh, I didn't know that. Damn. Yep. So wow. Nike, to their credit, took those back from the store. They were just arriving in the store. Mm-hmm. They had all the shipments canceled and asked for them to be returned. Good on both of them. So, that's a good one. But it started yeah. out as a hot mess. <laughs> now, now, it's a good hot mess. And who is your final yeah. hot mess for my your big return to the board? My Uh-oh. final is going to be the bestest hot mess of all. Lil Uh-oh. Nas X. Yep, Ooh. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was clear to the Cyrus family, which is why Billy Ray had no problem jumping in there. Um, but I just hope now that, what, that song's been number one on the charts for like 11 weeks or some shit. I yeah. just hope now that all the country fans and all the hip-hop fans who thought it was the shit are still in his fucking corner now that he knows he likes, you know, he likes a little dick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You know, it, this is real interesting. I mean, because this that took some fucking balls for him to do that. I bet it'll be even more popular now. I hope so. I hope. But I mean, you I know, he's essentially coming out to the two hardest yeah. groups to try to sway. You know, speaking yeah. of we, Charles, my friend Charles and I, we were at uh, that um, Masters of Ceremony on uh, Friday. Uh, at Barclays Center, and I said to him beforehand, I really hope DMX changes the lyrics 
or does not do where the hood at. And then DMX came out and keep in mind, this is during uh, pride weekend. And he's like, yeah. and, and, and he comes out, he's like, I got no love for homo thugs. And then I like put my head in my Ooh. hand and then he's like, how are you going to explain fucking the man? Even if you squash the beef, I ain't touching your hand. Last I heard, y'all brothers was having sex with the same sex. And I just yeah. had my head, head in my hand and shook my hand, head and Charles was like, this is bad. And we were the only two who seemed to fucking notice. Yeah. Yeah. He yep. still said it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just, so. just don't do that song or do a different. Like I don't think he even did the full song. Just do a different verse from the song. Totally tone right, deaf. Right. And there was there were toddlers on stage watching it too. Like I don't oh, know if it was his kids or whatever, but they were like on people's shoulders, and he's like, "What these bitches want yeah. from a, you know?" Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I mean. That shit, you know, that's like pussy grabbing time. Is that shit still okay? Mm-hmm. To that to that community, and it's just. You know, the same thing, I mean, look at the, you can count on three fingers, the folks that have come out saying that they were gay in country music, and did you ever hear from them again? No. I don't even know who they are. I can't name any except yeah. Lil Nas X. Yep. Nope, they were gone. Two guys and a woman. The woman about 12 years ago, and she just disappeared, like, overnight. And the last mm. guy was just a couple years ago. You remember their names? And that was the end of it. You know, they'd rather just play George Strait at 90 years old over and over and over again. <laughs> well, there's a reason his last name is Strait. There you go. Now, <laughs> you can put two and two together and make something uh, Are you guys moved up and ready to joke off? Oh, you know it, brother. Hell yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. Oh, terrible. That was terrible joke off music. Let's see what this is. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Come in now. Okay. Thursday. 
Vimeo. 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 Uh. Go back to the top. Thanks for coming to rehearsal. Go back to the top, Weeks. Uh, 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 <laughs> Allison Williams and husband Vimeo. Uh-huh. Ricky... <laughs> Vimeo. Is it Vimeo? Yes, Vimeo. <laughs>
craftsmanship to symbolize the sense of a beauty and a spirit and the values of a Japanese. And you represent a fucking Brandy's little brother on camera. (laughs) Thank you. Please refrain from using a kimono. <laughs> Police say Alabama man Mickey Hulk has been giving his pet squirrel these nuts <laughs> in order to train it the to squirrels are in the attic attack, again. An attack, <laughs> an attack squirrel. When, when asked why he needs a hopped up attack squirrel defending his residence, Hulk said, "Because all of these goddamn armadillos." <laughs> I wrecked him. The squirrel's on these nuts again. (laughs) During an MMA fight in London Saturday, the floor was so slick with blood that the ref ruled the fight no contest. One Twitter user wrote, it had to be bad because there were Tarantino levels of blood. Whereas the fight would have gone on had there been Michael Bay levels of suck. (laughs) That could be You shaking, son Okay, you ready for my my swan song? Yes (laughs) Former Michigan Governor Rick Snyder Who oversaw Flint's water crisis Has been named a Harvard Fellow Bill Cosby was unavailable. (laughs) Well, how do you want to be introduced? Well, the squirrels are in prison again. (laughs) They're playing with these nuts. That's the squirrel's name. These nuts. These nuts. Third base. Yes, they're playing with these nuts. The squirrel ran <laughs> right up nuts. the leg of my trousers and he's playing with these nuts. All hopped up on the methamphetamine. <laughs> he came all the way out to L.A. with me. <laughs> Are you in L.A. right now? What? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Never mind. Weeks? No, the squirrel yes, followed me to L.A. Uh-oh. <laughs> A fecal parasite that sickens people through contaminated swimming pool water is on the rise across the U.S. Now I've been called a lot of things my day, but fecal parasite is too far. Uh, <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> no, you know that's what, serious. Yeah, you have uh, diarrhea for months. Diarrhea. Well, no, it's killing people. Oh, it's shit. People. The diarrhea? They're saying, no, it's, it's that flesh-eating shit that you get. Oh, that's gross, <laughs> bro. Shit. That's but gross, it's, bro. apparently it's happened to four people uh, along the Gulf Coast of the peninsula in Florida and Alabama. Oh, I ain't God. never going swimming now. So I'm it's got to have swimming. something to do with all the oil spills and the hurricanes oh. and the... 
thunder. Lightning in the thunder. And the lightning in the thunder. There you go. <laughs> uh, Tom Fogarty, why don't you take this last one? Yeah. Why? Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris looked like the strong winners of the first Democratic debate, whereas Marianne Young, 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 Young Williamson, ping, 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 looked like she was not at the debate. <laughs> no, because she was, she was smelling scented candles. It's all about love. It's all love. And, and I got to ask for an encore performance weeks of joke number two, if you would. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Allison Williams and husband Vimeo founder, Vicky Van Bean, announced their separation on Thursday. When filing paperwork, Van Bean cited the reason for divorce as, I've seen Get Out. Ah! Wherever you go, whatever you do, I will be right here. Waiting for you, whatever it takes, or how my heart breaks, I will be right here waiting for you. That was pretty good. good. (laughs) I love her. That was really good, actually. Yeah, she's great. Uh, uh, Totally. (laughs) Would buy a full full, uh, album of her stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the squirrel. Oh, hey, again. Tom Fogarty, did you uh have you watched the Wanda special on Netflix yet? Wanda? No, because we don't have Netflix. Oh come on! Oh, you still don't have Netflix? I thought you got a uh, like no, a Roku or something. No, I know. We keep saying we keep saying we're gonna do it, but then we're just uh, like overwhelmed with all the shows we'd have to watch. Oh, come because on. I just I just started the the I haven't um gone past the first few minutes, but uh. I'm wondering if I'm going to see us up on there since we were in that front row, son. I know. Uh-oh. And there was a, there was a camera shooting from the back corner there. Uh-oh. I was shooting from the back corner, but enough about my Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they were doing – they did those two the shows. so. me. All right. Tom Fogarty, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back, Tom Fogarty. Good to have you back, brother. Well, welcome you back. Oh, thank you, I've been here. Hire. Thank you. Later, Gators. Uh, Later. Paper towels. We're now in the queue. <laughs> Long time. Now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hung up on I hung man. up on her. He's a good man. Hung up on him. the Blog Talk Radio. I love Tom Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, and you know that, so so there was this in, insane lineup on Friday at Barclays Center. I guess maybe they do it every year, but it was uh, uh, 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg, DMX, um, T.I., The Locks, um, Fabulous, um, Cameron. By the way, two different people have mistaken, in my videos that I posted, have mistaken Cameron for Ja Rule, which is ridiculous. They're no, no, they don't do the same songs. Them. They're not the same they don't size. Even look the same. They, they don't, don't look, the, look same. the same. It's it's absurd. And one of them was the same person who already mistook Mike Tyson for Vander Holyfield. So this is a whole or the other way. Uh, this is a whole thing. Anyway, this person's racist. 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 Yeah, uh, this person's racist as hell. 
Yeah, but it was it was great. Snoop, I you know when Snoop came to Syracuse, I thought he put on a fairly boring set because his thing was ain't nothing to it but to do it, and he did it, and that was it. But the other night uh, he was talking to the crowd. He had some crowd work. It was great. Uh, DMX was a great showman despite his uh, horrible lyrics. Oh, um, um, even Cameron was terrible at Syracuse, but much better the other night. Much better showman. Um, um, Fifty. You know what? I was thinking beforehand because it looked like they were billing Snoop as the headliner, but I'm thinking in right. my head weeks. I'm thinking right. Fifty's not gonna want to come out before anyone else, and then lo and behold, Snoop comes out, and I'm like, I'll bet they got in some argument backstage, and Fifty's demanding uh, to go on last. And then of course, right. in each each we were like behind the stage so we could see the the countdown clock and um yeah the and then at some point 50 was like man they, you got to put more time on my clock my clock my time ran out and uh and then <laughs> the um the and then Barclay Center they turned the lights on on him I knew he wouldn't go quietly um but um, <laughs> the cool one of the coolest parts was uh when he start 50 was doing PIMP and I was like, oh, shit, is Snoop going to come out and do the remix? Because Snoop is here. And he did, and it was awesome. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. You got, oh, you, and Snoop. You are. You're going to the right Snoop. concert, my friend. This is like the start, started cast of rap of all time. This is amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. Snoop brought out um, Slick Rick, the ruler. Uh, Slick Rick it was, was there? Yeah, Slick Rick was there. Didn't he get like? Didn't yeah? He had the iPads. Didn't he get deported at some point? I thought so, right? What the hell? What the hell is he coming back here for? <laughs> let me um. Let me see. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Let me just read the list of people. Maybe I got them all. Um, yeah. Snoop Dogg, Fifty Cent, DMX, Ti, Fabulous, Deluxe, Cameron, Mop, Dasf, DasFX, oh. and Junior Reed. Those last three, I don't know. I don't know Mop. I don't know DasFX. I don't know oh, Junior come on, Reed. MOP. No, uh, no wonder they did that song because you know what? When they started that song, I turned to Charles and I said, "Are they doing a DMX song? Because DMX is here." I thought it was a DMX song. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and I went exactly. to the and I went to the bathroom during it too. <laughs> I, I I love DMX uh, and I like uh, Fabulous. So uh, those are great, great rappers right there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a legend. He's an icon. Ti, you got this is amazing. It's an amazing lineup. I don't think you, you know what's better lineup. You know what kind of sucked was that Cameron didn't do Welcome to New York, New York City while he was performing in oh, New York City. Oh, that song. Um, Fabulous did not do Can't Let You Go, which I think is one of the greatest songs of all time. You know that song? Yes. Yes, I love that song. I yeah. love uh, Breathe. Did he do Breathe? Yeah, he came out to Breathe. breathe. He opened with. He opened with Breathe. One good, and good, two. Good. Yeah. One, uh, two, three to the four, five to the six. Breathe. <laughs> T.I. Uh, I think Paper Trail is one of the greatest albums ever. And T.I. only did one song off of that. He only did, you could do whatever you like. like. But he didn't, yeah, but he didn't do, like, there's so much good stuff on that album. He didn't do, uh. My Life, Your Entertainment, or Dead and Gone, or Live Your Life, or um, What Up, What's Happening. He didn't do none of that shit. He just did that one thing. Um, 
DMX, I was like, uh, yeah, I think he did that. The DMX was, uh, I was hoping he would do that. What these bitches want from him. And he did. And that was awesome. Um, and then 50, I was hoping, I was hoping 50 would do if I can't, I had that in my head all day. You know, if I can't do it, homie, you can't be done. I'm oh, a yeah. champagne bottle pop. I'm gonna take it to the top show. I'm gonna make it hot, baby. Mm-hmm. Did, mm-hmm. He did not do that. Um, oh. And his voice is also horrible live. It always has been. His voice is never good live. Um, but uh, but he's a good showman. But he doesn't sound right. <laughs> uh, right. But Snoop just you know actually Snoop and DMX sound just like they you know do on the record and is just wonderful and. Uh, uh, just fantastic, fantastic stuff. But yeah, it was a long show, and and we just happened to be in the like the weed weed head section. So uh, the guy <laughs> next to us was just yeah. Even asked Charles if he wanted any, and Charles was like, Charles said no, and then he turned to me and said he already took a gummy. I don't know what the hell these people are doing. <laughs> anyway, weeks. Um, uh, what are you doing for the fourth? Oh. I don't know, actually. I think I might go home, but I'm not sure. Uh, I think I'm going home. I think I'm going home. I think so. Let's all go home again. How about you? How about you? Are you going home? Find where we have been. Time is never understood. Um, Yeah. So, well, well, here's... (laughs) I want to ask your advice on this. So... Sure. um, I, so, so B Marsh, you know, he texts me that he's going to be in Montreal from July 6th to July 12th. If I want to come for part of his uh, excursion. And then he was like some, some vampires up there for you or whatever. And, you know, uh-huh. meaning like, you know, the, the mm-hmm. type of guys I'm into. Um, but I know, then, yeah. <laughs> But then, uh, but and and then I look, I look around and I see, well, it's really fucking expensive to to go, you know, at this point, um, at the last minute or whatever, and then during the Fourth of July. But then today I looked around again and it was uh, it was a little it was a little less expensive, and I'm kind of thinking of maybe going and not telling him that I'm gonna be there. And then leaving without telling him that I was. <laughs> you can't do that. You're going you're to go there to be in the same city as your friend, and you're not going to even bother for the thing No, No, I was thinking, I changed it to that. But I was thinking about going, not telling him I was going, and then being, then kind of like surprising him that I'm up there. And then, you know, we hang out and whatnot. And uh, and then and then and then I go back. But but what do you think? Uh, I mean, it's it's not a trip I'm really sure about. It's not a trip I'm really sure I want to spend money on. It's definitely going to be kind of a uh, an investment. But then there's also the the kind of freedom of the fact that uh, uh, I I kind of can uh, just go right. and, and do this if I want. Not to say right. that it would be wise, but um, right. but so what do you think? Well, what think that's a good question i actually think you're doing this very intelligently i think you should go first of all secondly you should not let him know that you're going so that you can kind of work that uh, flexibility into your schedule versus being committed 
And yeah. uh, thirdly, I, I think Montreal, are you driving? I'm assuming you're driving, right? I was not going to. It's like seven or eight hours away, isn't it? I was, gonna, I was looking at flights. Okay, and you would get a car over there, right? Well, no, I would do car to, they got car to go up there. So I could actually save some money on the rental car because they got the cars to go. So you, I can just hop in and hop out, you know. That's smart. Do that. And then, um, I, 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 for one, I think Montreal is a great city. But I think if you have the chance, go like an hour and two hours out of the city. I don't know if you've done it before, but Quebec City is, is just as amazing. Quebec oh, yeah. City is amazing, yeah. It's amazing. It's a beautiful city. It's like a, an old, ancient, uh, seems like very European kind of city. Oh. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's surrounded by a, a, a fort and everything, and they got nice, you know, falls over there. It's, it's very beautiful. Falls? What do you mean nice falls? No, like big falls. It's almost like a... Oh, falls. Like, yeah, sorry. Sorry, waterfall, and uh, um, it's nice. It's beautiful. But, yeah, if you're just going to make the trip to Montreal, I think that's worth it, too, and why not? You know? <laughs> Why not? Well, because because it's money I could be putting away to you know to to invest or you know some save True. you know what I mean. True. How, how much do you think it would be this trip? Well, I think that the the flight the flights earlier this week were way more than they are now. They seem to have gone down significantly, at least at the moment. Um, okay. So so the flight the 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 round trip uh, the cheapest I saw was what. Four hundred, like four hundred ninety dollars, round trip. Okay. Uh, um, okay. So, so that was like the cheapest I saw, and I'm sure there would be other times when it's like you know two hundred dollars, but there's that was the cheapest I saw for now. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I gotta think, well, I gotta find a place to stay for the first uh, two nights I'm there, because then, cause then I could, then I'll, I guess I'll stay, you know, because he invited me to stay at the Airbnb that he's staying, and so I guess I could stay. There the 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 last oh, okay. two nights, okay. um, which is a little also a little weird, like not telling him I'm coming and then just be showing up like, all right, where's where where do I go? Um, but uh, I'd say I mean it'll be at least a thousand dollars. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's significant. Then I I, I would. Yeah. Uh, but it's your it's your boy, you know. It's you know it's it, you know when's the next time you're gonna ever see him and. Montreal. It's a tough decision to make. Goes there um, all the time. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Then I would say hmm, it's tough. If it's gonna be a thousand bucks, no. Well, it's gonna be if you could if you could make it, you know, eight hundred or less, I think that's not too bad. I think the two hundred makes pushes me over the edge to say no. Well I thought about it I thought about it too, like because it's because the fourth falls on a Thursday and then the fifth, it's kind of like my thought was, well, when else am I going to have the opportunity for this time off to do this? So that was kind of going through my head because I've already taken some time for in September to go to Switzerland. So I can't really take much more time than that. And then I took some time in July actually to go to Chicago. Um, So, Mm -hmm. uh, so this would be like the only time I could go soon without taking any other time, unless I just wanted to go for a weekend or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll check the prices when we're offline and we'll, we'll compare notes and then uh, I'll, I'll uh, go sleep all week and then uh, <laughs> it'll be time for work on Monday. If it dips significantly, like if it's $50 or less, I'd go on the, on the ticket when you check it tonight. If it if it's more, you know, then I probably wouldn't go. That's what I would do. 
Face it on the you ticket say, price tonight. You're saying if it dips to four hundred forty dollars, you would go? Yeah, I think so. If it's like a fifty dollar you know savings, why not? I think four thirty, four forty. Anything anything above four forty, I would probably want to do. I see. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know? I also. I also have this weird desire to go to an airport because I have this ch- the Chase credit card now that um, I can go to the lounges now. I can go to the – oh, and I have the global entry, global entry oh, in the lounges. Now? What are you, a baller? You're, you're, you're balling, huh? Jeez. Listen, lady. No. It's because it's – because, the, the whole reason I got this credit card was for travel shit, and some of the perks is that it'll, it covers your global entry fee. And right. you get to go to all the lounges. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. What, what, what card you got to get that? How do you get that? How do you get that lounge? You know, uh, you VIP just, status. You just go to um, uh, it's it's called Chase Sapphire Reserve is the name of the card. Okay. 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 I'll check that out for sure. For sure. I got Chase too. I got. I got to do that. I got to do that. Well, now yeah, that people know what. Now that people know what credit cards and banks we use, uh, I guess that's great. <laughs> Identity theft. <laughs> Identity me, theft friend. now. Insanity listen, later. Listen, listen, scammers, you don't want to live my life. You don't want my identity. It's not worth it to you. Trust <laughs> that, me. That is true. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> You'll be... Sipping on that sour cream and onion <laughs> toothpaste. Can't be going to sleep because you got to get that overpower. I don't understand how the mint mint is too out overpowering, but then you had oh. the same exact argument for the sour cream and onion that it was too oh. much, too overpowering. It, it, it was too much. It, it, everything's too much except for like a, a meat, like a cheeseburger or pizza or something like that. That's okay. The, the mint is just too much. It's just... <laughs> It just infects your whole face. It's only coming through your nose and oh, coming out of what your is, eyes. My eyeballs smell like, like peppermint. What, <laughs> <laughs> what if the taste was um, tomato? Oh, oh, no way. No, okay. no vegetables, no fruit. <laughs> oh, I was, gonna, I was about to name a bunch, but you already squashed them all, pun intended. Um, and and what was I going to tell you? There was something else I was going to tell you. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Nope. Don't. I, mm, don't remember. Uh, but wait. Nope. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I do remember. I do okay, remember. Okay. I just want to share the news that um, the first guest ever on Blaze and Rye Radio, and yeah. the um, former uh, producer of Blaze and Rye Radio. Uh, Jonathan Demar has won a Tony Award, so I just want to say congratulations! Wow! Congratulations for uh, being on the producing team of uh, the musical Hades Town, which won Best Musical. So, crazy stuff, man! Crazy stuff. Uh, No one more deserving, though. Worked very hard. He's a good man. He's a good kid. Um, how's he doing, anyways? Have you have you spoken to the young lad, uh, Jonathan Demar? No yeah, good? he's doing great. Yeah, he's doing amazing. His dreams have come true. Oh man, he's 
doing well. He's, he's still in New York, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, man. He's looking for a. He's looking to own a home now. I don't know. You, you get a. You get a Tony, and then your head gets so big. What is he oh on? Indeed. Oh my gosh. What you say? Is he on in... big head? <laughs> <laughs> no, his head is the same. Um, but his wallet might be bigger. I don't know. But you, you know, you win one Tony, and you you want to buy a you want to buy a house in New York. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Congratulations, Johnny D. Yes. Congratulations. Um, well deserved. Well deserved. All right. Uh, what is your favorite scene in She's the Main Future Man to Bane's My Main? Okay. My favorite scene in She's the Main Main Future Man to Bane's Main. It's got to be when the main of Bane plays Vigo Mortensen. Uh, and and it's, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a small, he's a small town uh, guy living in a town that uh, I mean, they've got a, a history of violence, so to speak. <laughs> hey Joe, you got anything to say before I blow your damn brains out, you miserable prick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have killed you back in Philly. Oh, you should have, Joe. You should have, but a little too late. Uh, tell me what I got to do to make peace, Carl. Tell me what I got to do to make things right. Come on. I guess you could do something, Joey. I guess. You could die, Joey. You could die. <laughs> and that's my favorite scene. She's a main face. Yes. yes. Sorry, that was really dark. That was fantastic. That was pretty dark there. But uh, uh, yes. what is your favorite scene? She's a main face. Put your main face face. You miserable prick. That was great. <laughs> oh, man. My favorite scene, and she's the main main feature, main to Bane's main will be whatever my mouse lands on in a moment. Because <laughs> I am not prepared. Just take it easy. Take it easy? I don't think that that's a... Is that a movie? <laughs> Let's see. Take it easy. Ta- Talented Mr. Ripley is a movie. Yeah, but not take it oh. easy. Uh, let's see. Let's see that one. <laughs> this seems kind of serious. All right, this is my favorite scene. She's the main man for Jermaine DeBane's man from the talented Mr. Ripley Mangos. Whatever you do, I have not seen this, by the way. I have no idea what this means. Whatever you do, okay. however terrible, however hurtful, it all makes sense, doesn't it? Inside your head. You never meet anybody who thinks they're a bad person or that they're cruel. Don't you put the past in a room in the cellar, and lock the door and just never go in there? Because that's what I do. Then you meet someone special, and all you want to do is toss them the key, say, open up, step inside, but you can't because it's dark, and there are demons. And if anybody saw how ugly it was, I keep wanting to do that. Fling open the door. Let the light in. Clean everything out. If I could get a huge eraser and rub everything out, starting with myself. And that's my favorite scene. She's my main future man to bind me now. I'm not sure. That, that, yes. So, very good. What, what was that from? From the talented Mr. Ripley mine. But uh, that, that last sentence, if I could get a huge eraser and rub everything out, starting with myself. Is he about to jerk off? 
I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, why don't you just rub one out? <laughs> That's just what I think he's doing. It's probably not that, and we're, we're saying it's probably very offensive, but nothing near as offensive as what Tom Fogarty was doing earlier. Oh. <laughs> very true, very true. But, uh, you know, that's what Tom does. He's an expert. <laughs> he's offending people. A good man, a good man. All right, I think we have to do one more of these at the end of July. What do you say? I'm down. Let's do it. Yes, because this was our June show. Technically, yeah, we we we've been we've been off uh, off the schedule here, so July it is. Another one. In All July. right, I'm in. All right, well, I hope everyone has a happy Fourth of July. Although I don't know what we're celebrating anymore, but if you want to know, talk to Weeks. <laughs> and um, I can think of no better way of ending the show. You know, actually, the Declaration of Independence, uh, one of the original uh, manuscripts handwritten by Thomas Jefferson was uh, on display at the New York Public Library the last two days. And uh, I went with my colleague. We went to try and see it yesterday, but the line was so long that we, we never made it. Uh, tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. No, it's gone. It was only there yesterday and today. Who has the Declaration of Independence in one place for two days? Two no, days? they have it. No, they have it all the time, but it was on display for two days. Okay, all right. Well, you know, they got to they gotta display this year long. What the heck is this? What is it this? Disappearing looks... Declaration of Independence? <laughs> yeah, Nicolas Cage is going to come and uh, find it, but it <laughs> looks like Hogwarts in there. The bees, uh, the bees. <laughs> I, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. <clears throat> Hit the brakes, Florence. <coughs> and, um... There's uh, one time when I was at a play, and uh, we were at um, uh, uh, Rip Torn's uh, new wife was the director, and uh, not his old wife, because unfortunately she's long gone, and we were at the cast party after, and this was many, many years ago, uh, I was 12, and Rip has a reputation for getting very drunk, and uh, Rip was going around to everyone at the party, and in arm wrestling everyone, and he was beating everyone. But then it got to me, and I had the grip, and I beat him. And after that, he says, he goes, somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> and if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? You're going to take her, you're going to stick some fireworks up her butt, and you're going to have a happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th of July weeks. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th of July.